Welcome, you're listening to the River Valley Leadership Podcast. This is episode nine. Today we're going to talk about the value of community. Welcome to the podcast. I am Portia Allen, Local Service Projects Director. I get to be your host today. Yeah. yeah Here with Portia. us, we have Don Champion, Network Pastor. Hey, everyone. Great to be here. Portia, you got to give us a little more than that. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself. I Who am, are you? let's see, I am the wife of Clinton Allen. He's one of our worship leaders at the Udina Area Campus. We have two little boys that are amazing. We're very thankful for them and uh, very pro River Valley. That's is that, great. Is that awesome? That's great to know. We yeah. also have with us Pastor Lindsay Willis, our discipleship and leadership pastor. Welcome. Good to see you, Portia. Good to have you on the podcast. And by the way, she's not just the wife <laughs> of Clinton Allen. But she is an amazing leader in her own right, and we're so happy yeah, to have her is. on the uh, podcast and helping us today. Anna's on a global project trip, so we corralled Portia in here today to help us with the podcast. I am glad to be here. We also Love have it. Clark Strasberg, Connections Team Clark Resource Strasberg. Coordinator. Clark, Clark does Hello. a lot for the Connections Team. We are so glad to have him to be a part of the I'm, podcast. I'm always here, but I don't always get to talk, so That's right. it's yeah. really great. <laughs> you have more than it. just we, ears today. You have exactly. a mouth. I, I love a mouth. it. We gave him a microphone. Yep. That's yep. awesome. Look out. Here we go. I Good love stuff. it. I love it. I love it. He's he's Clark's kind of on a downer though cuz the Packers lost last night. Oh. So he's a little bit he's kind of on Wisconsin. a down. I'm a pretty nominal Packer fan, so oh. I'm sorry. Oh, you just admitted that publicly. It's All okay. the Packer fans are now in uproar listening to this. It's okay. You might get kicked off, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll I take my even. chances. Wow. <laughs> well, shall we dive in? Yeah, we should. We do. All right. We are talking community today. Specifically, what is it? What does that look like? Why are we a part of it? How do we develop it? What is community? Man, that's a big question. We actually, as we got together as a team and just brainstormed around this, we realized community is so multifaceted and can be easily misunderstood, easily misrepresented. But we just want to kind of dial in on a few things. Community can be as big as... Mm-hmm. Roll Tide, yes. the Alabama football community, mm-hmm. which yes. if you've ever been a part of that or been around people that are a part of that, it is a quite an amazing community mm-hmm. all around a shared experience, shared passion for SEC football, specifically Alabama football. Right. But that's not the community we're talking about. Yeah, it's a cool one, but it's not the community we're talking about. Totally. It's also not the community of the Kansas City Royals who won the World Series last night. Hats off. Yeah. Congratulations to them. It's something much more unique than that and much more up close and personal mm-hmm. than something like the Alabama community. Yeah. I think like what you're hitting on is we know that like the seed of community is a shared experience a lot of times that in our lives we walk through different seasons or times or moments and we have a shared community and we have a shared experience, but that's just the seed of community, of true community. We have to be intentional to develop it from there. Like we have friendships that we've developed in college or friendships we developed in this stage of our life or that stage and they come from 
kind of the fishbowl that we were in at the time right. or the place that we were in at the time. And then something kind of latched on and right. they became good friends and people that we count on and people that care about us and we right. care about them. And there's all those elements that come into a true community. Right. In fact, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But lasting friendships come out of having a community. Yep. Yep. But communities don't always last as long as friendships. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's right? good. Totally. So community is that group of people that we are in relationship with, mm-hmm. doing life together around a common experience, maybe a common set of values, maybe a common goal. Don, you were talking earlier today, you've got a sense of community even with your sports families that the kids have done sports with this yeah. summer, right? Yeah. So it's just, you know, community kind of comes and sometimes it catches you off guard or, you know, but, you know, my son Andrew plays baseball, traveling baseball. So a good amount of our time in the summer is sitting at a baseball field and you get to know people that you aren't in the normal circle with. But I love that we've developed friendships out of that circle that's expanded our community. Mm -hmm. And there's people we know now, but we had that shared experience, and then we've cultivated friendships out of that, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of just the kingdom, right? We're there to be salt and light. They're going to rub shoulders with you and hear about the gospel in a way that might not have been possible to them without that shared experience of soccer. Mm Mm-hmm. Community comes in every different shape and form. We just have to be aware of it and be willing to develop it. Totally. And that takes time and commitment. Mm-hmm. Intentionality. Yep. Oh, I love that word. It's a great word. It's one of my favorite words. <laughs> because you're being intentional, yep. you have to take an action step, make mm-hmm. it happen Yeah. beyond that shared experience. True. I think that's something that gets so overlooked of just being intentional kind of wherever you are in life or wherever community can kind of look differently so for me right now i live in a house with four other guys mm-hmm. well it's still <laughs> it's easy for me who cleans that's Long a good story. question <laughs> that's a whole other podcast no but even though i live with them and i'm around it all the time i still have to be intentional about community with them or the life group that we have at our house or anything like that. It's its not just... It's in, not passive. It's not passive. And I think a lot of times with the busyness of our schedules, right. our world, the way we have, I would even just say in our culture now, we just have a culture of acquaintances, yeah, right? right? It's like yep. uh, we have a culture of people that are in proximity to us, but we don't really have real strong community with. Right. And I think you have to say, I'm going to be intentional. I'm, I'm not going to be passive in my relationships. I'm going to be intentional with them and invest the time and have the commitment to care for other people and, and really foster community with the people that are around me that that uh, I want to have this, this type of relationship with. Mm-hmm. I think you just hit on something, Don, in talking about caring for others and stepping into their need. And I think that involves a certain amount of honesty. Totally. That Very good. there's a need for it, a want for it. And in doing that, you're being honest with those people that you're being intentional with of, let's be friends, let's do life together, and being able to acknowledge that need beyond just acquaintances. In fact, this brings a story to mind. Last night, I was out with some friends last night, and there were four of us. And the couple that I was with invited two single women to go to a play with them last night. And they said, the couple said at that table that they met the other woman at church Mm -hmm. and just had a a conversation 
but sensed this drawing to some sort of connection or relationship with her. And they have purposefully had lunch and dinners together, fostering that relationship. They yep. And they now have a great, strong friendship. Mm-hmm. Love that. But that's what we were created for. Totally. I mean, God created us for a relationship. He created us for connection. He really created us for community. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy in America when our whole culture around us can say, do your own thing, live your own life, be independent, to think I can do without community. Yeah. And I think like the independence culture, not the interdependence yep. culture. Yep. And we need more interdependence yes. in our life. It's how God designed us. Yes. It speaks to our soul. It's why in this podcast, we don't need to talk a lot about why we need community because we all, as we hear about it, it resonates with us. Totally. We're talking about what it is. We're talking about how we cultivate it. But the why, we all kind of have an intrinsic understanding and need for it. You know, we can look to Genesis chapter one when God created Adam. And then in chapter two, he's like, it's not good for man to be alone, create Eve, you know, and we see Eve is meant to come alongside. And that's the first step of community right there. We see it in in creation. Mm -hmm. So in identifying that we all agree, it's invaluable to have community. Mm -hmm. How do we create it? How do we get from that point of acquaintance to a real community, someone or a group of people that beyond just, oh, we have kids on the same baseball team or we work in the same context, how do we take that intentional step to develop community? No, this is that's a great question. And there's not like an easy answer and there's not like a five yeah. step plan. Oh, gosh. And it's not there just was. like, yeah. hey, I know, wouldn't it be great if yeah. you could just be like, follow these six <laughs> simple steps to having deep, meaningful relationships yeah. and, and never being hurt or never being like, right. you know, but it's really life's messy. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's parts of community where you have to like walk and test the I think of like walking when I was a kid I would be walking on in the winter in my in the woods behind my house and we had just like these little ponds and stuff and I would like just test the Ooh, ice oh, yeah. okay oh, yeah. yeah you know good. and mm-hmm. you just kind of like is it thick enough yet and mm-hmm. us in Minnesota we can resonate with like walking <laughs> on ice you know we drive like semis on ice you know yeah, like, I don't build you know, fires yeah. on ice no. we build fires on ice <laughs> so Minnesota's got a, a strong relationship with ice, but it, when it's first like freezing and just, you know, you're like, is it thick enough? And you, I would just kind of step out and, and like, okay, is it strong enough? And I think that, that building community and relationships and, and really meaningful, purposeful relationships requires a lot of that. It yes, requires yeah. kind of like test, like, is it good? Is it good? You know, yep, is it, right. and being forward and taking the steps yourself yep. to cultivate it, you know? Yep. In fact, you're really talking about the process of building trust in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Right? Yep, exactly. And trust is earned over time right. and over seasons and over situations. It, you know, I think some people hold back. We always have the extremes in this kind of stuff, right? right. Some yep. people hold back and never go there, are never willing to take that step to be honest and mm-hmm. open with a group of people. And so they may be present when community is happening around them, mm-hmm. but still not be part of it because they aren't willing to take those first few steps to test yeah. it. Yep. Then we have other people on the other extreme that jump in, you know, they, they go running out on the ice and they jump on it, right? It's <laughs> yep. like, no, 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 don't go there either. That's not what we're talking about. It's, 
it, it takes time and commitment to build some community. Totally. And that willingness to be honest, to be vulnerable, to be authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no real community without authenticity, and that's one of our values around here. We're, we're all whack. <laughs> I think we naturally neglect community yep. on a daily basis. Totally. Yes, okay, we do. so I just think of my own life and uh, I've got great friends, but you know, it can be really easy for the hecticness of life to right. just, I'll just neglect it. Okay. But when you kind of go through the times of trouble mm-hmm. or you go through times of need, that's when you really see the strength of community and right. the people totally. around you. And we probably all have stories right. like that where, we've experienced kind of someone or maybe ourselves just going through a time and you just had someone that was there for you, you know, and came through. It's easy. You know, we hear that all the time. Like it's, it's good to have community when you're in a time where you have need or whatever, but it's really hard to kind of feel the weight of it until you're in a situation like that, maybe for yourself or maybe part of a community that gets to help someone who's in need. Yep. So it's almost like, your community is not defined, but it gets to prove its weight in those difficult times. Yeah, that's yes. true. Because we that's can say that we have community, but then when those seasons of life hit, that's when you go, oh, I, right I really on. do have yep. community here. Yeah. Or I don't have community here. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, and we've all been there. We've all been in those times where we've needed community, haven't had it. You know, there, there's also been times where we could, any of us at this table could tell very compelling stories about the value of having friends when life gets tough. The reality is life is going to get tough yep. somewhere along the line. And, and we don't have to have these big emotional moments to know that we're in community. But if we nurture it along the way, if we prioritize it, because honestly, life can be too busy to prioritize it. It's, it's one of those urgent versus important things. We just have to make it important to build that community. And when we realize it's not there, it's not because there's something wrong with us necessarily. It's just we have to purposefully engage in building yeah. it. Totally. Yeah, and I, I think like I come back to thinking about community, not only just like in the times when we're struggling or it shines in, in moments where we have a need, but it actually is a catalyst in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, like yes. good community provides friends. And I always come back to Proverbs 17, where it says like a good friend is as iron sharpens iron. Mm. Okay. Love so, it. so there's this, there's this mutual kind of strengthening of each other that happens when you're in community. It serves as a catalyst for us in a whole bunch of areas. It could be spiritual growth. It could be leadership. It could be whatever, you know, guitar playing. Clark could really, you know, (laughs) being in community with Clark could really advance my guitar playing skills. But I don't think so. Probably not. I love that you're hopeful. (laughs) Yeah. I'm believing the best, guys. Good try, Don. Good try. We can try. That's all we can do. Thanks, Clark. (laughs) In our conversation today, we have um, talked a lot about friends, actually, and relationships. Totally. Mm -hmm. Can we compare and look at friendships versus community? And how do we make those distinctions? Should we make those distinctions? What what does that look like? Let me jump in on that one, because I'm I'm fascinated by this, because I think friendships are a subset 
of community. Mm. Yeah, I think multiple friendships can happen within a community and can sustain even beyond a community. Yep. But I think a community is a larger group of people that are together, let's put it this way, for a reason or a season that, that are bonded by some commonalities, whether it's same age kids or it's a topic that we want to study or it's a common interest or it's a... Uh, a desire to grow or to develop a skill like becoming a guitar player, which Don, I recommend, still recommend you don't do that. But if there's just at least a common interest mm-hmm. around that a larger group of people gather and they enjoy one another. You can just enjoy mm-hmm. one another, but you know they've got your back if you need to move, if you need to paint, if you need to do a patio or something like that. It's a whole lot easier to do it with community than all by yourself. I think friendships can develop out of that and be sustained even when that community that's meant for a reason or a season decides to either multiply Mm. or even end. I think communities can come to an end, but relationships can continue beyond the community. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And there is a season to community. Absolutely. You know, and we have to navigate that as leaders. We have to navigate the ins and outs of starting in different community and ending in different community. Maybe it's a life group. Maybe it's a serving opportunity. Maybe it's whatever. I mean, it could be just tons of of different community we have. Uh, but we just have to navigate the ins Absolutely. and out of it. Be a, know how to bring it to a close, or be okay with it closing. Right. It's not a death of friendships, right? You no, know? not right. at all. And it's not a disconnection, but right. it's just a change in season. Absolutely, totally. Absolutely. And in fact, being willing to invite other people into that community and multiply it is really a critical factor. And even when we add people, yes, maybe the dynamics of the community changes a little bit. Or if we move from one community to another, they're not going to look exactly the same. But you look for what's great in that community and you celebrate that. And so instead of trying to repeat the same experience over and over again, I think that gets to be a click, doesn't it? Yes. You know, and healthy communities are the antithesis of a click. You know, you get inward focused and you get what's what's in it for me rather than who can we help bring along on this communities want to add and multiply it should be a catalyst exactly you know it's a personal catalyst it should be a catalyst for the people around you as well yep so community doesn't get stagnant that's good you know community continues pushing forward and that means it changes it morphs people come in and out of the circle you multiply living things grow and and it just grows and that's that's healthy that's healthy community totally and that it it keeps us from getting inward focused. You know, oh, if, it's, if it's all just us four and no more, it's eventually going to wither and die. But if we keep looking for ways to add, to multiply, to build our community and share it with other people, absolutely, then it's healthy. I'd argue that that is a responsibility of leadership. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Well, as we always say around here, life is better. Connected. In community. Oh, okay. That's what allows for the best to be yet to come. Yeah. This has been a great conversation that we've had today about what community is, the value of community, and then even looking at some practical steps of how to develop, multiply, connect community. And so thank you so much for joining in on the podcast, and we'll see you next month. See you guys. Bye. Peace.
Thanks for listening to the River Valley Leadership Podcast. For more resources, updates, and additional content, check us out online at leaders.rivervalley.org.